good day to you. My name is Dusty Visions, your host for a new show for WRFI Community Radio called At a Safe Distance, a show dedicated to musicians and their efforts to remain creative and viable during the 2020 COVID-19 crisis. With social distancing in effect on a large scale, band rehearsals, gigs, tours, recording sessions, and most of the fun aspects about being in a band have come to a halt. How can bands and musicians collaborate and continue to flex those muscles while staying home and staying safe? On this episode, I spoke with Eric Trishon of the Mofos, who has been writing, producing, and recording a song every day during the month of April while in social isolation. Along with drummer and fellow mofo Brian Wilson, Trishon blends pop punk, hard rock, and surf with infectious melodies as Plaster Men, his Just Christen moniker for the project. We discuss his process for recording in quarantine with Wilson adding parts over the internet, childhood influences, songwriting, and what might be his most inspired moment in his life as a musician. I've never been so productive in my life. I've never finished this many tunes, and it's like it's like a dream of mine. Find out more at plastermen.bandcamp.com. Let's kick things off from his new album of sorts as Plaster Men. Coming up here is I Am Not A from the Quarantine Sessions.
So I'm do- so this this show is called At a Safe Distance. I'm basically sort of trying to talk to people who are trying to make music and just keep their creative juices or their band going or whatever the heck it is while they're stuck in their house. And it sounds like you've really been doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost been like it's, we, I almost like started a new band. Yeah, right. Eric Trishan of Mofos and, and various projects. Yeah, I played with a band with Brian called Nina Nina Nina. Yes, I saw that. I saw that band. All right. I guess depending on what we're playing, we just call ourselves different things. Right. I don't know why. But um, yeah, this project more just kind of stemmed out of we recorded a bunch of tunes right before quarantine, and then I had some more tunes left, and then I was, you know, I couldn't go to his house anymore. So it was like, why don't you just like email me the WAV files? Yeah. You know, we both use Pro Tools. So I just take, you know, like a vocal, a bass, and a couple, maybe a guitar, a synth, and I send him the WAV files to retransfer, and then he downloads it. He puts in a session, and I, and I, I record it to a click. So yeah. then he play, he knows what tempo, all that stuff. And he puts drums down and he uh, sends it back to me. Right. It's working and really I'll, well. And I'll send him like a chart and be like, hey, you know, here's kind of how the song's laid out. This is just some ideas I have, but, you know, do whatever you want anyways. And, and then he sends me like, he'll like email me in, like an MP3, like just mixed a little bit. Like, is this the, the feel? I'll be like, yeah. And, you know, 95% of times, like this is perfect. Right. Even if it's not, it's like, it's, that's just the vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. So then he emails me the file back and then I layer it with like 20 tracks and like do it up and then do my thing. And, and a lot of this takes place in like a day. Right. You can, so you've been writing, recording, producing, mixing all of it in one day. Essentially. About 24 hours. So yeah. like, you know, I might start the song the night before or get like an idea. And then like the next day I lay down like basic tracks, send it to him as he's doing it. I put more and more on it. So by the time I get the drums back, I'm ready to like, oh, I see the last piece of the puzzle. So you give him like a skeletal version of it or something. Yeah. Like that. And sometimes he doesn't always even know like what the song's going to sound like, which is kind of cool. That's kind of fun for him, I guess, to hear the finished yeah, product. But it also helps to know what the song's going to be so you could put the appropriate drum part. So, I mean, there's so many different ways to like approach, you know, doing a tune. So I think it's cool about just getting the skeleton of it. And then other times it's cool for him to hear everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and this is Brian. Who's Brian Wilson? Brian Wilson is the, he's a, he's a he's a guy that sounds like everyone knows in Ithaca, right? He's uh, the guy from the Beach Boys. Oh yeah, well there's that Brian Wilson. Yeah, that's pretty amazing that you roped him into this, and he's he's uh, the drummer that yeah he, he, yeah he plays pretty mean punk rock drums. He does, he does. So he doesn't hear the vocals necessarily, Brian. Some no, usually I have a vocal track. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, and if I don't have words, I do like a, like a scratch track with like fake words or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean Brian's been playing in Ithaca for you know. 25 years maybe and he's played with like right. you know tons of bands and mm-hmm. and you know he's just you know really competent so it's kind of like here's here's here are the tracks and he just like throws it down and it's just like bam bam bam
And so you're calling this the quarantine kids? Is that right? Well, we just saw on SoundCloud because just someone called it. Mm-hmm. And I saw someone on Bandcamp too. So we don't know now. Yeah. Yeah. This, that might be getting. I know, I know if that doesn't respect. help for this podcast that we don't have a name. Well, it's. it's um, uh, today we thought about Stiff Peaks. Stiff Peaks. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Like, like um, whipped cream? It, well, it makes it does make me think of like cooking or baking, like when you're whipping egg whites or something. Although I do, I did see like I think there's some band on SoundCloud called. So I don't know, like you know, it's 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 really hard. It seems like every name has been taken. Yeah, in the end, I always feel like with band names, in the end, that it kind of doesn't matter as long as it's not something really dumb, because you just start calling it the thing, and then it just becomes the name, and you just sort of go with it. Yeah, so we're kind of, I don't know if we really have a name right now. We'll play some songs, but it does sound like done. I mean, these sound like finished, you know. Songs yeah, ready to, yeah, for ready the most to go part, they're the pretty world. done. You know, I mean, yeah. you could get like really fancy and master them, like and stuff. But I mean, these days, it's like who cares? And you're listening to Out of Safe Distance. I am Dusty Visions. We've been speaking with Eric Trishan of his new project that he was calling the Quarantine Kids, but update as of today, as of right now, the project is called Plaster Men. And you can find out more information at plastermen.bandcamp.com. Let's resume the interview now with more songs and other discussion to come. And what yeah. are your plans? Is this, is this it? You're just going to put them out there and see what happens? I mean, I want to put them on, you know, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. I want to play tune, definitely want to play shows, you know, yeah. when, when it comes back. Who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, at some point, I guess there'll be shows again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, but then, you know, we have to find someone to play, you know, guitar or bass. So that, that, yep. that is a problem. Yeah, totally. It sounds like a full band playing for sure. It's not well, just yeah, like a- I have, I might have four or five guitar tracks, mm-hmm. a couple of synth tracks, you know, and then I have like vocal harmonies and I have like acoustic guitar as well going underneath a lot of stuff. And, but I think there's something fun about, you know, when you see a band live, they could sound very different. You know, it's just yeah. like the raw song. Right. So it doesn't have to be, like, it doesn't have to sound like the record. Mm-hmm. Well, how, well, so how would you describe these songs? Like, you know, what stuff influenced you making this? I mean, you know, part of this was just like one night, I just, I literally wrote like 13 ideas and they're all, you know, I just plugged into my Marshall, you know, and turned it up loud. So it's kind of like punky and poppy. So lots of like Ramones and I mean, they're definitely a big influence, but like some stuff has like a Stooges thing or some stuff might have like a Pixies thing or, or, it was know, a Motorhead vibe to me, you know, for some of it. Yeah, Maybe not yeah. quite as heavy, but you know, I feel like Nirvana is a big influence. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then you had a song that I was saying you sound that definitely had the Op Ivy thing happening. Sound system, sound system. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> that sound, that's a sound that goes way back for me. I was really into that stuff when I was. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah.
Brian said that's the only ska song he'll ever play. Ooh, tough. Not into it. He doesn't like the skank. Oh, no. No, that's not happening. <laughs> and, um, and actually, what we're going to try to do a little more, because, you know, a lot of these tunes have been more pop-oriented. Like, from, like, the new stuff I'm going to write is going to be a little more, like, not experimental, but not playing to a grid, mm-hmm. creating some, like, different sounds and not as, like, okay, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, you know? Uh-huh. So that's kind of where we're going to go next. I mean, I have all these pedals and, and you know, and um, sounds, and I think I need to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I always feel the pop thing. I always have, like, like a melody or something. Uh-huh. But, um, and I like chaos, too. I think that's a big thing. And so I think it's important for me to kind of show all, like, my sides. So I definitely showed the poppy, punky, Right. Like 90s, almost like alternative, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, the songs have hooks is what I would say, you know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm very pop-oriented. I've always been. Mm-hmm. I, like a, I like like a hook. But some of the newer stuff, we're definitely going to go. I mean, I'll have a hook, but I want it to be a little more, a little more like out there. I think it's also important just to kind of like, you know, I was like, no, you're right. Like, you know, I gotta, I've, I've been in this rut of just writing the same kind of tune. I mean, that's what bands do, right? Yeah. Like you, you, you hear a band like, you know, listen, no effects. And it's like, okay, they all, each album sounds like no effects. He spent 15 years getting loaded 15 years cause liver exploded. Now it's Bob going to do now that he can't drink. But I think when you also get to a certain caliber and like, you like a certain style of music, you don't want to play that same song, you know? Right, right, right. You know, like. Well, you don't want to get bored either. Right. I mean, that's. You know. Right, you know, and you don't want to get bored. So I think part of the fun is like, hey, let's push the envelope a little. I feel like the first couple, t- like six songs I did was very like adolescent, way more poppy, very like screeching weasel-like almost, you know, Ramones. Right. And then they started transforming a little bit, you know, and then I started to regress a little bit. <laughs> but so, so I think now it's, yeah, it's going to take a little turn. It'd be cool.
Let's uh, take things back for people who don't know you and sort of like, you know, where are you from and sort of what are your surly, what are your like early sort of musical interests and what, what got you going with music in general? Um, well, I played clarinet in, in middle school and I, and I was really good. I was first chair, you know, I was very into music. You know, we had a piano at the house I would mess around it with. And then I started getting bored with clarinet and I got an, and um, a, a buddy of mine wanted to start a band and he needed a bass player. So I started playing bass mm-hmm. and then, you know, I, I, I picked up pretty quickly and then I was playing electric guitar and, you know, I just played bass all the time. And that's, you know, all I think about is music. And I played in the band in high school called the uh, descending order. It was kind of cool. It was, was like, that here? Were you from here? No, this is downstate okay. in Westchester, but we okay. played this really cool record store called rock and Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard of that story. Guy, name, name, Tony, I forget his last name, but the guy was like, you know, well-known. They would have bands play on like every Friday night or something. Super cool. So like all like local punks, skaters would come down and like hang out and listen to these bands. Nice. Like the only place where you could really play as a kid. Nice. Little scene there. Yeah. 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 They had like, I remember like the New York Citizens, that ska band, they had them play. Uh, yeah. I do know like, that. came there like, this is like 90s. So just to kind of hang out one night and yeah. They would have AFI played there, I saw, before, like, when they were, like, just starting off. Right. It's crazy, you know, but they would have all the local bands play. So, you know, that would... But early on, you know, yeah, I played bass, got the guitar, and but I was very into punk. That was like my thing. Yeah, Ramones. Is it you, Ramones seem to come up a bunch when I when I talk. Well, my about my you. friend's best friend's babysitter got him a got him a end of the century in like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, crazy. So like, I remember listening to like rock and roll high school and just being wow.
but in my I listen to like Blondie and or whatever whatever the like the whatever songs are playing the radio whatever you know my dad would go to Tower Records he worked in New York City and bring home like oh here's a new John Cougar Mellencamp or here's you know or whatever like it was just these random kind of like but I always like pop you know right the radio rock essentially radio yeah but then with more of an edge you know and then it turned more into like I I, I dug the punk thing like Pixies was always like a big influence so I. And Nirvana, those were like my two. Yeah, that's that's sort of where I come from as well. That same sort of. I remember listening to Ramones as a kid and being. That was the you know when I, when I started playing guitar myself, I was like, oh wait, I can. I like you yeah, hear you that, that, that that idea all the time. Like, oh man, I can play these songs. But I literally felt like that. And I had a guitar teacher. I, I he's like, what song? Let's play a band. You want to play like Led Zeppelin or the Beatles? I'm like, actually, I would like to play this Ramones song. <laughs> Beat on the brat. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like that. And um, say like Fugazi was is really really big. Oh yeah. Dinosaur Jr. like Sebado. Boys are a huge influence. Oh, cool. The Boys, Slaughter and the Dogs, Stiff Little Fingers, Undertones, you know, those are like the the Dam, the Ramon. then like you know being a bass player obviously like primus and the chili peppers and and that stuff yeah the bass centric for sure so you know a lot of that is all kind of fused together so bass yeah. has sort of been your primary instrument or was bass it is my yeah that was that's my thing okay i'm definitely the best on bass but like i'm a very competent rhythm guitar player so mm -hmm. you know i could hold my own and you know i've never learned like how to play led zeppelin and stuff like that you know? yeah I never really got, yeah, I never really bothered. At some point, it just seemed like I'm not going to try to perfect that sound. No, I don't. It I really seem don't interesting to me. I just, as long as I could do those like Johnny Thunder, whatever bends he does. Like, yeah, or, yeah. Or, 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 you know, that's the kind of like, that's like the kind of solo I like when you just hold like a bend for like a couple of bars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds great.
Once again, you're listening to At a Safe Distance with me, Dusty Visions, here for WRFI Community Radio. And we're speaking with Eric Trishan of Plaster Men, going into some of the songs he uh, grew up listening to in bands and things like that. We'll get into sort of where he comes from now. And uh, stay tuned for more At a Safe Distance. Well, what, so what brought you here anyway? What brought you to Ithaca? Uh, Ithaca College. Okay. So I went there from 94 to 98. And okay, and you've been here since? Yeah, I left for like four months and worked, worked at a recording studio in Manhattan. and then Nice. Yeah, that, it was pretty lame. And mm-hmm. I just came back here and I've been here since. So. And so when did the MoFos thing start happening? That started in 99. So oh, wow. Okay. I, after I graduated, I stuck around and then um, I worked at Rumble Seat or... <laughs> knew the guy at Rumble Sea and he told me to, you know, hit up Gary. He's like, you know, he's in a lot of the same stuff and he wants to do a band. So Gary and I started, you know, playing a little. And then he said he knew this guy, Brian Wilson, that's like really good. And he plays in bands. So we just met up at Day Street one day and, right, you know, it seemed to like mesh pretty well. And that was like the start of it. So you guys are, are you going to be doing something again soon or? Yeah. I mean, once Gary comes to every now and then he's in a couple of bands. He plays with like Pierre Ubu and he's um, right. playing with the, the whiskey daredevils. And uh, so when they're not on tour, he has time and then he'll come down and maybe do a little practice. We were going to do a gutter punk show. Yes. That's why I was going to mention that. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen this year. No, it was, it was scheduled for June. I don't, I don't think it's happening, but who knows? I mean, it's probably not, but Right now, everything's on hold, as you know, so we'll see. Yeah, so yeah, so play with them, and I've done like a couple little things here and there, but nothing ever really. I did a thing called The Syndrome, which was kind of cool. That was like, I'll get you some of that stuff. It's kind of fun. Is that like the Um, synth, like is it all synthy or something, like the synthdrome? Tell me about your studio you got there, because I, I, you know, people can't hear or see this, but I see you got some guitars there, and I've seen you have a bit of, you have a good little setup going on there. What what else do you have going on there? You know, I have like my classical. Yes, Mm mm-hmm. I have that one tune, and then I have a I have a, a Strat, right? I've got like this '90s Strat. I want I wanted a guitar with a whammy bar, so I get that twangy sound. Then I have my P bass. Uh, I I have a a fretless yep. uh, Music Man. I have uh, my '64 Jazz. Yeah. Nice. My bass. I got in high school is my this is my like my regular Music Man. Yep. And then I have an acoustic, little big, it's called like the big baby Taylor. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a traveler, a little bigger than a traveler guitar. I have a bunch of like synths and so yeah, so I got all that going and this is kind of my. Yeah, it's a nice studio setup there. 
and my praise and I mean, I don't have to leave the house. I mean, the crazy yeah. thing about quarantine is like, I have my kids every other week. I'm not working now. Right. Well, I do. I could sit in my suit for like eight hours and just play. You're forced. You're forced to really do it. We, I was talking about this with my wife, Angela, how, you know, you're, whether you like it or not, this is what you have to do. And it sort of forces you into these sort of routines that in many ways can be like a really positive thing. And for you, obviously yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, like I, I, I would write music a lot, get a lot of ideas down, but never quite like finish tunes. Cause I never had like a purpose, you know, and I don't like just putting electronic drums on stuff. It just gets stiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like when Brian puts like real drums on, it just adds life to the to my tunes. All right, here's another one. This one's called Dark Disco with a different type of vibe here by Plaster Men. Brian just specifically play drums or is he contributing anything else to it or is he only right now drums? he's just playing drums okay and you know but I, in the past I've been telling him like hey I'm thinking you know hi-hat in this part ride in this part you know feel the Steve Perkins on this part 
even every day Brian's drums sound different. Even though he pretty much has most of the same drums set up, they just sound different. Oh, so that's a good question. So what are what about his drums? Are you sort of like is is he sort of EQing them to his liking? Or are you doing that? Like how's that working? He gets the levels when he records. So when he sends me like tracks, something I don't I barely touch the faders. It's crazy. Okay. Has everything. So it's recorded to the exact level he wants. Mm-hmm. And it just it's like mixed perfectly. Like there's one tune where I literally dropped his, this song, Try Me. I didn't touch a fader and I was like, this sounds sick. this gonna go i guess you're just gonna keep doing it until you can't do well, it that's the thing like i mean i have like I, it's just like pouring out of me right now i mean i have like four tunes that i could still send them if it's flowing out of you you gotta capture it that's the point like oh i know i know and it's fun because i'll be like oh like i mean a lot of times a lot of these tunes are just like inspired by another song like okay think like one tune is like guitar on one side bass on the other side and it's like it sounds like the ramones you know this song quarantine and it's just mm-hmm. like and it was like just like a and meant to be like a, you know, a song like that. So that's part right. of the fun too. Like, it's not like we have to be serious and be so super original. Yeah. So you could kind of like have fun with it a little bit. Bottom line is you're, you know, you're, you're, you got something to take up your time. You got something to, to put your energies towards. Yeah. At the very least. Plus you're making, you know, making music. So that's always good. No matter what. Yeah, no, it's, it's super fun. And, um, and definitely writing differently now is going to like open up a whole nother like slew of, you know, possibilities, which is cool. Mm-hmm. What, so what kind of inspire, and do you feel inspired lyrically or is it like, you know, are you one of these lyric people or are you a music guy more? Yeah, I've always been a music guy. I've never been yeah. into lyrics. I just, I have like writer's block. I can't even write like a thank you note to people. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Outside of thank you. I'm serious. It's crazy. So like, I'm kind of like, although like when I write lyrics, they're very like, they're very Frank Black like inspired mm-hmm. and like like you know like the nirvana was always kind of like weird like yeah. you know, they were really talking about same with like the pixie stuff or you know yeah it was hard to sort of latch on to what he was really getting at there and um so that's more usually i don't spit it out in such plain sight it's like a little like disguised mm-hmm. and a lot of my lyrics are actually just kind of like it's almost like a stream of consciousness it's just like what's like some of my like 
it's just about me. You know, it's just about how my head works. Okay. It's kind of weird. So you come up with like, you'll you'll come up with a melody and you sort of sing some skeleton version of what the lyric might be and then refine it later. Yeah. Sometimes I, I don't even like try to sing real words, but real words come out. And then when I go back and listen, I'm like, wow, I'm actually saying something meaningful. Yeah. And I could use that as like a template about what I should write about. Right. But I say the same things over and over. I always say, like, I don't want to, or like, I don't know, like <laughs> saying it's just, my brother yells at me all the time. He's like, you always say, I don't want to, you know, I even had a song. I was in this other band in college with the Pintos. It was like the ska punky thing. And we had a song called I don't want to. Oh, there it is. Like, pop punk. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, all the, a lot of the tunes about like, you know, girls or this or that. Cause that's what like pop punk you sang about. Yeah. Simple, simple but themes. I, but then I started yeah, expanding, but a lot of it is just like, kind of like how my head works. Yeah, I've always liked lyricists who sort of like sound like they're talking about something, but not so sure. And you can kind of make your own sort of ascertain what you want from it, essentially. I don't like having to be where it's so like obviously being dictated to you either. Yeah, there's a one song, um, it, it, uh, Side by Side. It, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not like a gun advocate, but it just has to refer to like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. I say like side by side, over and under. Um, you can't get by because I got protection. You can't come inside. I then I say like I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna shoot and stop talking, but it is more about like someone who's guarded, you know. Mm-hmm. It's by like you can't come in. Yeah, side by side, over and under. You can't get by. I got protection, so don't even try. My windows are boarded. It's just a matter of time till I shoot and stop talking. And it's about a person who's just guarded and won't let you in, and is like not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it has, there's no like real gun reference, but I was just like I love the western kind of theme and i would just i would just kind of look up like different western quotes and just get ideas you know and then to me there's like definitely this little westerny feel going on in the song we're making it sound like you didn't put much into lyrics at all but it sounds like you quite no, no, but I, but I, I said side by side i was like well what does that mean i'm thinking like oh side by side shotgun okay and then think of like a, like a cowboy right because mm-hmm. it kind of has that sound they said you know you can't get by you know guy got protection you know it's just so it, it's kind of like that, that kind of fun the place nicely. And, right. but I just repeat that both verses There's you know, I don't try to, I don't always have to write like another verse and, and be too much. I think there's something said about saying the same thing twice. Right. It's meaningful, you know, and they want you to like, you know, sing about it. I think it stands out for you is like the, the one that you feel the best about. I know it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I like them all like pretty much right after I write them and I just listen and listen. And then like, whatever I write next, then I'm like most into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's hard. It's hard because, like, I mean, I like them for different reasons. So you get um, excited about the thing, and you jump to the next one, and you just keep doing the same process over and over. Yeah, and then it's like it's almost like I need a new song to feed my like addiction. Mm-hmm. I need a new song. Like I don't right. want to. And my problem was when I used to play with Brian, we would never write tunes because I'm like every time we get together, we're like let's just jam and see what comes out, and then it turns into a whole like slew of ideas. But then we never play those ideas. Yeah. There's something I also said about the spontaneity. Like you never could play that jam is cool again so yeah well, i've born, had that, yeah. the same song over and over <laughs> so this is like heaven with my like add i could like write a new song and be like all right next next listening to your songs it comes out like you definitely can hear the different sort of elements at play and everything they're well, well produced yeah. i would say you know definitely really well produced yeah i mean i mean everyone talking the lyrics are too low i mean but that's also like people who are not into like punk or rock and roll yeah. say the lyrics are not loud enough yeah, I've always liked that, you know, where it's sort of just like on par with the other instruments. I always, I remember like there was that article with, when, you know, Steve Albino was talking about doing the Pixies album and he was like, you know, it was just like, 
like you just hear a band play live, you know, the vocals are always buried a little under the guitar and that's how I want them to sound. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of cool, you know, it's like, it doesn't have to be, like sometimes it's all drums and vocals is like the big thing. And, yeah. it. and I don't know, I think it's fun to play around with different songs. They could have different mixes. It doesn't have to be like a cohesive unit, you know, of sound. Do you think um, you're gonna press, like manufacture any of this or what do you think? I mean. Well, eventually, yeah. I mean, I would like to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want people to hear my music, you know, it's yeah. right now, I just want to get out and, you know, I know people are not making really money on selling music, but like, I'd rather have everyone just listen to it. I think that's I think we're good man thanks thanks Eric thanks for sitting down this has uh, been at a safe distance for WRFI community radio Eric Trishon from uh, his new project his daily song project that he's been sending out to what I guess it's a little close a little subscription little a group of friends you've been sending it to basically yeah you could always follow me on Instagram because I you know sometimes I'll, I'll post tunes on it and okay what's your Instagram name for the, I think for the it's Eric Trishon Eric Trishon okay yeah. P-R-I-C-H-O-N-P-R-I-C. Okay. I always say DM me if you want to tune because I'm happy to send you an email of you know, the track. I mean, I get on the mailing list. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, Dominic. Many thanks to Eric Trishon of the Mofos and his new project, Plaster Men. 
More info available, of course, at plastermen.bandcamp.com. Or if you want to check out the mofos, you go to garysaperkomusic.com. Music used today on the show was by Deerhoof, Swearing Motorists, AFI, The Ramones, Sebado, The Boys, Johnny Thunders, The Mofos, and Jane's Addiction. Thanks for tuning in and keep your ears open for a new episode of Out of Safe Distance in two weeks on Community Radio, WRFI. And until then, let's operate at a safe distance. And we'll go out with one more song by Plaster Men. Take care.